Anyway, I want to keep it spooky. So, it's spooky. the Black Dahlia. Yeah. Do you know much about the Black Dahlia? I know very little other than the title of it. What do you know about the Black Dahlia? They're murders, and they're pretty gruesome. Murders, or one murder? There's many murders, I think. Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody, and I'm Steve Green. And this is going to be a very spooky special for Halloween because Halloween is on a Thursday this year, so it's the, ooh, ooh. what are, was that an owl? Yeah, an owl, a scary owl. You think owls are scary? I Way do. To marginalize them, owls. I find them creepy. How, what do you think about bats? I don't find them scary at all. It's because I haven't seen enough. I think. I think because of uh, the Batman franchise, I am not. I do not fear bats. They're so cute. I don't find them cute either. I think. Anyway, okay. I wanted to do a very. Um, spooky, creepy Halloween episode, and so I thought I would take like the most like famous unsolved mysteries because those always like make me have chills up my spine. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is about like murders are really scary, right? Like I watched the Ted Bundy tapes yep. and like making a murderer, and like that always is very interesting. But those are like you know Ted Bundy. It was Ted Bundy, you know, and something about mysteries or murders being unsolved yes like really makes it chilly or even when they're solved it's weird like i caught myself yeah. watching a video the other day of where nicole brown simpson died and like they show you yeah. the street and the like, sidewalk and i was like holy shit would you call that solved because we haven't found the killer yet well true that is an unsolved <laughs> mystery yeah indeed yeah and uh yeah i don't know i guess even when it's solved like it's ted bundy but why did he do it like when there's no why that's also very creepy i think yeah. that's what's fascinating about that case yeah. but uh then i realized after touching like going into all of these um stories that there's so much information and i don't know if i can give it all with like just having touched on it yeah. right so i think we're just going to like i'm just going to go through it and give you a brief rundown we're and then if you, you want to pursue it further, this might just spark an interest for you. Or it might make you hide under your own bed. Yeah, under there where all the monsters are. Or if you're in your car, you might try to call under the seat area, but you could probably only fit your head. I don't even think you can fit a head. You, you could look under there at least. What kind of least. car are you driving? In I your drive mini a very Cooper? small Mini Cooper, yeah. You have a Mini Cooper and a, and a large head. I don't think you could fit any portion of your head. I could not get my head under there, I don't <laughs> no think. Way. But if I wanted to cower in fear, uh -huh. I could stick my head under the dash, I think. Okay. Near the cup holders. That's a good, that's a good so game plan. So maybe if you're driving today, you could do that if you get fearful. Good game plan. Maybe pull over first. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, certainly. <laughs> certainly. All right. So the first unsolved mystery murder that oh, real I- quick, Or you could pull over and you open the trunk and you just stick your head in the trunk. Why just the head part? Well, because you can't fit in the trunk, probably. What? Well, if you have a Mini Cooper. Yeah, you can. That's like the largest trunk. <laughs> well, no, I can't fit in my Mini Cooper trunk. Yeah, you can. You have the seats folded down. Oh, and you're you talking sit about if I tuck my legs in? I was thinking about just planking in there, like head first. I don't... Because you don't, have maximum fear. You know, I've never tried the physics of your Mini Cooper, but I feel like um, people put bodies in the trunk all the time. What are you talking about? Well, you put... You put okay, true. Right. So, anyway, detective... Um, I thought the most famous unsolved mystery is that of the Black Dahlia. Oh, wow. You just came out with it. I thought you were going to drum roll or something. <laughs> no, you can't drum roll after. No, you can't You can't clap. clap I had to come out after. with it because I wasn't sure if I was going to get interrupted. Okay. So I, I needed to like get it out there. Black Dahlia. It's Black Dahlia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to keep it spooky. So it's spooky. the Black Dahlia. Yeah. Do you know much about the Black Dahlia? I know very little other than the title of it. What do you know about the Black Dahlia? They're murders. And they're pretty gruesome. 
murders or one murder? There's many murders, I think. Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> you asked for you asked for what I knew? Very little. The answer is very little. Okay. Yeah. So the Black Dahlia, her name is really Elizabeth Short. Okay. She was twenty two years old when she was last alive. And this was back in January of two thousand oh sorry, January of nineteen forty seven. Got it. So January of nineteen forty seven, she was returned to her home in Los Angeles after going on a brief trip to San Diego with Robert Red Manley. I get why you wouldn't want to stay there long. Right, right, Very yeah. Boring. He okay. So Robert Red Manley is a 25-year-old married salesman that she had been dating, uh, but Manley stated that he dropped off uh, short at the Biltmore Hotel. That was the last time that she was seen alive. And also, let me tell you about Robert Manley. Please. He got rejected uh, as far as sexual advances go because back then you could be dating somebody who's married but not have sex with them. Whoa. Yeah, and so she, apparently um, she did this a lot. With, oh, she was a real tease, guys. Huh? Yeah, she was a real tease. So wow. there was a lot of motive there for, like, you know, when she got murdered, it was like, well, she had it coming. I see. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah, because so, of that. But, yeah, but not really. I'm just kind of joking. Oh, you're goofing about, yeah, a, real, goofing, about a real I'm murder goofing about it. But, no, but a lot of people were like, well, there is a lot of um, motive for several men to have killed her. I understand. Right. Because she was a known tease. Yeah, okay. yeah, and she, yeah, she flirted. Like even the girls would be like, "Yeah, she flirts with everyone." I see, like that kind of thing. Oh, she just gives like, it away. In, um, that but she doesn't Christmas give it movie. up. But she gives it away as far like as flirting. in a wonderful life, you know. Oh, true. She flirts with everybody. You love everybody. She bats her eyes at everybody. Yeah, so on uh, the morning of January fifteenth, nineteen forty-seven, Elizabeth Short's naked body was found severed into two pieces Jesus. on a vacant lot on the west side of uh, South Norton Avenue. Right. And so uh, she was found by a woman and her three-year-old child. And at <laughs> first, the woman thought it was a mannequin because the body was uh, cut into two pieces but drained completely of blood. Whoa. There was no blood on the ground. There was no blood on the body. The body had been washed. It was just a white body it looked like a mannequin and it was posed in a way where the her arms were behind her head and like the elbows were bent at 90 degree angles and uh the legs were spread open um so that's how she was found and then a, a bag of her blood was found um in a different area but it was clear she was murdered someone else somewhere else and then dropped there did they ever find where uh did they ever find out where she was actually murdered yeah no, and that, that remains unsolved. But what gets weirder is that after, well, it's already weird that she was mutilated in this way and drained uh, yeah. of blood. And then, um, but all, also after that happened, um, the examiner, that uh, was like a, the examiner is a the Los Angeles examiner, not not the examiner. I see. The, but the examiner, it was a publication. Got it. The Los Angeles examiner, uh, examiner uh, published an article about it. And then they received a note that was like, hey, expect, uh, hey, night, congratulations on the article on the media coverage. Sorry, no, it wasn't a note. They received a phone call that was like, congratulations on um, the media coverage, but uh, you're going to get an envelope shortly with all of Elizabeth Short's belongings. And they did. They got um, her passport her ID, her everything was in this envelope that was sent and it was all uh, smeared with gasoline to take the fingerprints off of it. So what a smart fucker. Yeah. I wouldn't even know that gasoline takes fingerprints. That's a hot tip out there, everybody. Yeah, well, I don't know if it hot still tip. does. I don't know if it's, but back then this is what worked. Um, so yeah, so then they so they got the this envelope. It had all the, the stuff in there and then uh, 
here's the Dahlia's belongings letter to follow was in the that package. So the letter that followed, um, it re- it was like in magazine clippings and like all old old timey, and it was like uh, that's probably he- one of the first times they did that, huh? Yeah. Here it is, turning in Wednesday, January 29th at 10 a.m. Had my fun at police, Black Dahlia Avenger. And then uh, the letter also named a location at which the supposed killer would turn himself in. But police waited at that location on the morning of January 29th, but the alleged killer did not appear. Instead, at 1 p.m., the examiner offices received another cut-and-paste letter, which read, have changed my mind. You would not give you would not give me a square deal. Dahlia killing was justified. Wow. Why do they call it the Dahlia killing? Well, they started naming her the Black Dahlia because it like, you know, she's like a flower, young flower, but she would always dress in black. That's a shit nickname, dude. Well, it, <laughs> is it? Because it became very famous. No, I know, but it's like that sounds like an ugly flower. Really? A black Dahlia? Have you seen a black That's Dahlia? That's scary sounding. Oh, That's black- like Tim Burton presents a flower. It does look like a Tim Burton flower. See? But it's so pretty. I think it's so fall, like so fall and Octobery. It's so pretty. You can get them at Trader Joe's. A black flower is pretty to you. Black dollar. It's like a dark purple. I see. Yeah. Okay. But proceed. I think it's a cute nickname, like for like she's got like dark hair and she wears black. What about the white orchid? But she's but that's not a represent. That's not good branding for her. Oh, I see. She wears black all the time. Okay, got it. Yeah. So um yeah the black so, swan. Yeah, that would've been a good one. Yeah, that would've been sicker probably. What do you think? So you think a black swan is prettier than a black flower? I think black swans are very pretty. Yeah. Well, they are, but you, but what about the flowers? I don't think a black flower is yeah, pretty. Yeah, that's it. We're yeah. just having black dahlias okay. all in our house. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And you're going to you're going to learn to love it. I understand. <laughs> so, um anyway, so this murder became a cold case basically, and um they just ran out of leads um until a bunch of people started coming out and confessing. Like a bunch of people of like tried to claim that they were the Black Dahlia killer. Um, most of them were like easily dismissed because they couldn't describe like how the murders happened or they had really solid alibis. Like later they found out like, oh, this person wasn't even in town, you know? <laughs> this person was hosting a fucking music night at a cruise ship. Yeah. Where thousands of people saw them. Exactly. So um the the guy the people that were the prime suspects were the guy that dropped her off right he had a motive she wouldn't have sex with him yes. he also was like dating her he was the last person to see her like that was so that was a strong um initial suspect but it's a cold case so they didn't find that evidence against him well he took a polygraph test and he passed polygraph doesn't mean shit and he also took some truth serum and he truth serum yeah and and he wouldn't admit to killing anybody so he was cleared <laughs> That's what they did? Yeah. That's it? Truth yeah. serum? Yeah. <laughs> Truth serum. Jesus. Were they like, oh, no, he's a Virgo. He couldn't have done this killing. Basically. I mean, it was like really old technology. Like, Wowzers. Yeah. Right. 1940s technology. So, um, yeah, then uh, there was there was, an- there was a lot of people that came out, but there was another person that came out and, and said that, uh, <laughs> you know, they were the killer and like they had tried to date her or whatever but they weren't even in town during the killing but why would you want to it's like hey i, I killed her for notoriety because they're right? already yeah they're already crazy yeah and then they're, or they're already like, behind bars maybe yeah they just want to go down for something cooler than like whatever they might go that's down what for. i think about the guy who tried to say that he killed tupac yeah at the end of his life because he just wanted his name to mean something yeah, yeah, true. I think the most interesting person that came, uh, that that's a suspect, is um, this dude named 
George Hodel. Okay, so his son, Steve Hodel. Oh, by the way, okay, so you know that um, Legend of, Legends of the Hidden Temple type of looking house that of we course. passed on um, Franklin Avenue? Yes. You know, and we're like, whoa, that house is so cool. It's tight. Okay, this is this guy's house. Okay, oh, so George this is Hodel. Uh, well, yeah, but in Steve Hodel's childhood house, and I didn't know that until I, I watched the video. There, but, George. Yeah, so the, apparently there was a like a room in there where the kids weren't allowed to go and stuff like that. And so later, Steve Hodel became a police investigator, and he really started thinking like his father, George Hodel, might have killed the Black Dahlia. And was he like, hey, dad, I think I'm going to be a cop. And his dad starts sweating. He's like, oh, that, OK, that's interesting. I, th- I don't I can't remember if the dad is dead. Uh, I'd have to look it up again. I see. I don't know if the dad's still alive. But um, so a lot of things lined up, though. So the dad was a surgeon mm-hmm. and he um, knew like how to do cuts because a lot of people speculated that whoever was able to do such clean cuts and drain the blood in that way must have had a lot of study and like um, knowledge of how to perform surgeries it's a good guess so there was he's a surgeon he also was like kind of creepy in that way where he wouldn't let the kids go in certain rooms his own daughter came out about um the dad like basically sexually assaulting her um so he was kind of a creep and um yeah and so then later uh he had a, a pack of dogs swarm the house and try to find remains and the dogs did the cop did uh yeah wow but la- this is like way way later like okay. 2000 now we're getting somewhere 2003 um yeah so so he had this pack of dogs like look for remains of of bodies and they did come back for for with remains but just not of elizabeth short well, what because, the fuck right and so even if this de- guy isn't the killer for elizabeth short he still like probably murdered some people. <laughs> they found human remains. Yeah, well, they yeah, it just said they found remains. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, but now it's owned by a different person. Like it's it's a privately owned property. So oh, um, I hope they remodeled. They tried to investigate <laughs> further, but the people wouldn't didn't want them to. Like they didn't want it, their house to be dug up. Of course. Yeah. So that kind of like if ended. someone tried to do that to our place, I'd be like, fuck no, get the fuck out of here. Right, like just because you think there might be bodies here. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to know. Also, like if you dig them up, like what's gonna happen? My property value goes down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you can confirm. Or that up shit. by a lot of like people that love the Black Dahlia case, because it's like this became like such a huge famous case that like, people are obsessed with this case. Really? Yeah. So you could be like someone that's kind of obsessed with it that makes it go up for them. I see. But anyway, um, there. So in 2003, it was also revealed in notes from the 1949 grand jury report that the investigators had wiretapped Hodel's home and obtained recorded conversation of him with an unidentified visitor saying, "Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia, they couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary because she's dead." They wiretapped him. Yeah, and that's what he said. Whoa. Like, suppose I killed her. They can't prove it. Wow. Wait, so his secretary would have had information. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's what it's implying. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. We don't know. Could be. What is his friends just like, hey, uh, if you you killed the Black Dahlia, how would you have done it? He's like, suppose I did do it. Yeah. Like, was his friend in on the the cop uh, wiretap thing? I think so. I see. Yeah, it was an unidentified visitor. We don't know. 
But um, yeah, so that one's like, I feel like that one's pretty up there for me because even like that guy's a psycho, even if <laughs> it wasn't for the Black Dahlia. Yeah, they found human remains. He also talked about perhaps what if he did kill the Black Dahlia. He also like sexually abused his exactly. daughter. Wow. Um, yeah, but then in 1991, there's another um, a lady who was 10 years old at the time of Short's murder claimed that her, she witnessed her father, George Knowlton beat short to death with a claw hammer in the detached garage of her family's home in Westminster. She also published a book titled Daddy Was the Black Dahlia Killer in 1995 Profit in which she made it, additional claims that her father sexually molested her as well. So the book was uh, condemned as trash by the stepsister. Hmm. Um, who's, and the stepsister was like, well, she believes this, but it's it's not true. Um, Trying to preserve then, the family name, perhaps? And then also uh, the detective told times that um, her claims were not consistent with the facts of the case. I see. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's better. Like getting beat with a claw hammer is not like consistent. Okay. So to, s- to and there's no eyewitnesses who saw the body being dropped in the middle of the street, Mm-mm. which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it was a neighborhood. Probably happened at dark, uh, dark and late. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's so it's so that's like a completely cold case. They don't have <coughs> bless you. They don't have any more leads on that. Well, it's pretty hot to me, man. This case is pretty good. I, I'm pr- I'm pretty into it now. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I probably botched a few things, but that's like the gist of it. Nice. If you want to go check that I'm story out, it. I would investigate this further. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the next story. Okay. The next unsolved mystery okay. that I personally was more fascinated by than the Black Dahlia only because maybe it's like because it takes place in more modern times and I feel like it's something that could really happen you, to you. You think the Black Dahlia was a little slow? The, the little Black slow. Dahlia was so ominous and creepy that it's like it's such a standout. Um, it's also only one murder. You know what I mean? But this one, we don't even know if the girl got murdered. It's just oh. a, it's like an unsolved mystery. She disappeared. And it's in a way that, like, I feel like could happen to you. I mean, the Black Dahlia thing could happen to you, too, granted. But I feel like this one might happen more often than we think, which is, like, the more creepy part of it. That I think that it's not the first or last time that this will ever happen. So, I'm talking about the disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley. Okay, so, basically, a girl goes missing during a cruise, Rhapsody of the Sea. That's the name of the cruise. I see. With her, she, she goes with on a cruise with her family in 1998, and then like, um, and then she disappears, and then they uh, like there's all these sightings of her, but she never got found. That's like that Amelia Earhart shit. Yeah, but okay. So this is how it really went down. Okay. So she's on this cruise, and this is like the last time people saw her. Is she goes? She doesn't want to be on this cruise. First of all, she hates this cruise. Oh really? So she's like she in her. She want to go to the Bermuda Triangle. She, yeah, she's like in her young twenties. This was a Caribbean cruise. They were going mm-hmm. around Aruba and all kinds of. Is that in the triangle? No, it's not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but it's like in the Caribbean. They're Just like trying to solve it. Nope, not the Bermuda Triangle. So, Aruba, like we're Bahamas, where we're going. Yeah, fuck you. Okay, so. They're on this cruise, and she doesn't want to go. It's a family cruise. She's like, this is boring, you know? And she has to go with her brother, her little brother, Ugh. and, like, it's just her parents and, and, like, her little brother. So she's just trying to have a good time on this cruise that she hates, and she, I guess there's, like, a, a dance club on the cruise. Nice. And so they go, her and the brother, they go dancing. The parents go to bed. They, they go dancing. She's dancing. 
with this um, couple guys, different different guys, but like one guy in particular was the bassist in the band that was playing. Oh, nice. Yeah, and good, so good but playing earlier. So he was like, yeah, dancing with her. There's video footage of him dancing with her, and he ends up um, taking her to her room later, but the brother's there. So then they all go to the room, and he drops her off there. Um, the brother and her hang out on the balcony for a little while. They're smoking cigarettes and stuff. And the brother decides to go to bed and she stays out on the balcony. Um, the the dad wakes up at five in the morning. He knows his kids are up to no good smoking cigarettes. I guess so. He just knows. Well, the dad wakes up and he sees his daughter still out on the balcony. She's got her cigarettes next to her. She's passed out. She like fell asleep on the balcony, basically. He goes back to bed for like 20 minutes. He doesn't get her off the balcony? No, he's like, whatever, she's chilling. Got right? it. He goes back to bed for like 20 minutes, and then when he goes back, um, she's gone. The cigarettes are gone. She's gone. Everyone's gone. She, he's like, okay, well, maybe she went down and got some breakfast at the cafe, you know, whatever. He doesn't think much of it, but then he, she doesn't ever return. So then he starts panicking, and he starts like looking all over the boat for her. Yeah. At this time, the boat is now docking. And they're going to start letting all the passengers off because they, they stop in these tourist towns and they let all the passengers out and they go exploring and stuff. And uh, they can't find the daughter. So he tells the captain and all of the crew and all the security like, hey, can you not let anyone off the ship? That's tight. Because I can't find my daughter. I would do that. Um, and they were like, okay, we're going to deploy all of our, our crew to go try to find your daughter. They search the ship up and down. But the mistake they made was they did let people off the boat. Fuck. They let the... the bridge down and they let people off the boat. Did they check the water too? Um, No, they didn't check the water. Oh, I mean, like they checked to see if there were signs of her falling overboard, but the family said that that was pro- nearly impossible because she was so scared of the water that she wouldn't even go near the sides. Got it. But she was on the balcony. Was yeah, but that she was like, water? it was like a deck. I see. Yeah, so she was in a chair like close to the door, but like like on the balcony. Understood. It was like a deck, a big deck, and not near the railing. Got it. Yeah, and so um, it took the crew, they search for 12 hours all day they searched for this every part of the ship and um, they 13th hour they're like hey we're, we're good we're not gonna look yeah down. well i mean it was too late because they already like all the people were off the boat wow yeah so why would they let anyone off the boat well because the captain thought like oh this shit happens all the time I like see. you he know people right right like uh, uh, the dad's freaking out because he can't find his daughter but there's two thousand. Oh, that's another thing this boat is huge there's 2500 people on this boat so that's a lot of people and he's like the captain's like oh we don't want to ruin everyone's vacation just because like this dude can't find his daughter who like doesn't even want to be on this cruise Jesus. <laughs> yeah so they can't find her and when everybody loads back on the ship she's not there so the i can't remember if the fbi gets involved now or later but they searched every crevice yeah. of this boat they cannot find this girl but um, they start putting her picture everywhere. They, uh, the dad puts her picture all over the town. Like um, this happened in, frick, what was the name of the town? I can't remember the name of the town, but it was a, it, like a town, an island town in the Bahamas. Okay. And they put her picture everywhere. So basically um, and offering a reward, like a $200,000 reward if you have any information on where, her, where their daughter was. So they start getting like leads and people say that they saw her within an hour after they let people off the boat they had seen her on the island with two guys get into a taxi um and then there were there was like other reports of seeing her around the city during this time shit yeah but then they every time they tried to follow a lead like it just ran dry because 
no one saw her after that. And by the time they would get the lead, it'd be, it had been like days, you know. This is better than Bart Dahlia. Right? That's just boring compared well, to Well, also I think it's because I was so invested that I like maybe learned more details of the case and stuff. I see. Um, which, by the way, are still a little bit hazy because I just like researched all this last night. But I thought it was really, good, really Mickey. interesting. It's pretty good. I'm Thank into you. it. I'm into it. Yeah. So <clears throat> this guy, um, this guy had reported seeing her at a brothel. Um, Terrible sign. Yeah. And so it, actually in this town, brothels were legal. But this particular brothel was illegal. And he was like uh, part of the... Like a, he was like a sailor or like part of the, he might've been part of the Navy. I can't remember, but he was like docked there for business and he was from America and he wanted to check out this illegal brothel Nice. and he got approached by this woman and, um, she was with these other two guys and the other two guys went upstairs and as, and as soon as he, she started talking to the sailor guy, she at first approached him, you know, for sexual purposes because she was working at the brothel. But then she was like, help me. They have all my documents. They're they're keeping me here. I'm not allowed to leave. Uh, my name is Amy Bradley. Don't forget that name. It's Amy Bradley. Don't forget my name. And, and just to recall, that's the name of the chick? Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Her name is Amy Lynn Bradley. Wow. Oh, that's right, because you said three names. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, so then the guys come back, and, they, and then she immediately gets super terrified and they escort her up the stairs and the guy was so drunk he didn't think anything of it the sailor dude he like didn't think anything of it he was like whatever it was like a brothel girl until uh he saw her picture on the cover of a magazine years later sweet jesus and he was like that was the girl for sure that was the girl and it has her name on there amy bradley he's like that's for sure the girl that approached me in the brothel and uh when they went back to investigate that brothel it had already burned down Already yeah. had burned down. It had burned down. Okay, so another sighting of Convenient. her, another sighting of her, a couple was vacationing on the beach, and uh, there was a girl with two guys of the same description, one uh, white guy and one black guy, and they were all, they were like kind of like her guards, and they were walking her down the beach, and this couple was like looking at her, and she was kind of like eyeballing them, and then she was kind of like, looking longingly at them and the dude like cut like when in between sure. them yeah like she's he's like hey no looking at her don't, don't look, look at, at her. amy Lynn yeah Bradley. Don't look at her. <laughs> and they kept like escorting her off and the couple recognized her in the photo later and then another damn it nobody has seen the photo first no god and then another sighting was the last time she was ever seen and i think this was 2005 so, so this um, is years after this is like yeah. seven years after Oh, uh, another thing that happened was uh, the parents received a picture from a cutout that was advertising for um, call girls and and prostitutes and stuff. Um, And it was a picture of their daughter, like with like this crazy, like sexual hair and like makeup and crazy. Like this girl did not look like this when when she left the boat, but they compared the two pictures and it was like, it was definitely her. her. Structurally her. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And, uh, and so... They tried to trace back where that picture came from, like what it was advertising, but they couldn't find they couldn't find the business. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Yeah, and so all, all this keeps happening. Um, also, the family got scammed because um, they were so desperate. You know, when you want to find your daughter, mm. you're willing to pay any money, and people know that vultures. And so there's a, a private inv- investigator that they hired to try to find it, and he kept sending pictures of like what looked like it could be their daughter on the beach. 
And he's like, I'm going to move in on them, but it's going to take more time. And for cases like this, it's going to take more time and more money. 40 Gs. Yeah. Um, so they the family keeps paying him. And then at, at last, the guy's like, hey, we're gonna I'm going to move in on them tonight, but I need $100,000. Oh, my God, yeah. man. And, and they're like, what are you time, talking about? They're like, we really, like, we'll do anything. Right. But we didn't, they didn't have $100,000. So the dad went to his boss and was like asking to borrow this oh, money. Man. And the boss dad. had like a shady feeling about this. Yeah. And so he sends his own private investigator to investigate their private in- investigator. Sick. And he finds out that that guy's just blowing the money drinking at bars all day. And like. Can the boss send his own private investigator to look for his daughter? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, well, and the he boss didn't. is like, well, no, I'm I'm just investigating your investigator. Come so on. So that guy got caught and he's in prison. Like, got it. He's served five years in prison already. Wow. But um, yeah, but they he had already taken like two hundred thousand oh dollars, and he God. he was supposed to repay the family as part of his sentence too. But I'm sure he'll know, get right on. Who knows like how long that's gonna take? And uh, yeah. And anyway, the last time she was seen was in this bathroom um, in 2005. A woman went to go. Uh, use the bathroom at I think it was like a resort like a hotel or some or something a, a restaurant or a hotel can't remember but but something went, dope I'm it sure. was the bathroom yeah and it was in like a more touristy area mm-hmm. and she was going to the restroom and she hears two guys come in and they're like talking about like you're gonna do this deal like you're gonna make this deal happen and this girl was sobbing and then they left the bathroom and she was still sobbing in there and um the woman comes out to wash her hands and she sees this girl and the girl's like hey my name is Amy. I need oh help. God. And she's like, I need help. Um, they, I can't leave. They, they have everything. I'm American. Like she's like trying to get help. And, but then, uh, the guys like hear her talking to someone, they bust in and she like freezes up again and they like take her away. And later the lady finds out that it was like, definitely. She's, in the moment the lady's like, Hey, um, Amy, Amy. can you hand me a towel, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. dude. Yeah. She like goes back home and like of course like it's she's like yes this is definitely the girl i saw but to this day she's not been found and she would be 44 absolutely horrifying or i guess like she'd be 44 according to the video i saw maybe that video was posted a while back i don't know that is horrifying but yeah isn't that terrifying that's like have you been uh i was super bowl weekend last year i was riding with the boys and we were staying in a hotel and it said by the front desk, it had like a little card that, like prominent card that said like, hey, if you are being sexually trafficked, please call this number. Because yeah. it's so prevalent. Yeah. And and then there's a bunch of stories that came out after this of people that were almost trafficked. Right. Like they get pulled into alleyways. And a lot of times it'll happen on these cruise ships where they stop in these local towns. Oh, and by the way, so they think the cruise ship might have, like the guy that played the bass. Okay. He's really creepy because- he and they think that maybe this wasn't the first time this ever happened because the cruise ship had erased. They take pictures of everyone that goes on the boat, like to as souvenirs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Her picture was the only one missing out Jesus. of everybody on the boat. Her picture was the only one missing, which made them think that maybe someone had taken that picture and used it to like sell her or like you know as like advertising and like so- sold her to a buyer that was in like where the port that they landed in, and um. The, the bassist guy, before any news broke about her being gone, told the brother... Well, wait. We'll tell you what he told the brother after we return. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to, like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, 
that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Everybody. Welcome back. We hope you're on the edge of your seat. About or your partition, wherever you are. Maybe you're on a train. The of Amy Lynn Bradley. Yes. Yes. Okay. So like I was saying, this guy, Alistair Douglas is his name, the bassist of this band. He, there was a, there's, according to her family, he passed Amy's brother after she disappeared and said, sorry to hear about your sister, even though the announcement that she was missing hadn't been made public yet. Repeat that. Okay. According to her family, he, this bassist guy passed Amy's brother after she disappeared and said, sorry to hear about your sister, even though the announcement that she was missing hadn't been made public yet. Holy shit. Yeah. So then he was called in later for an interview, but he denied everything. Oh, well, that's nice. Can right? they investigate further, please? Nope. They're like, actually, we found out that he says he's very squeamish of the sex trade. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so he couldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like that's Those are the parts where I'm like, wait, how did they not investigate this guy further? Because it's does... like, we found out that he's a psychic. It sounds like an inside job. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yes. Because like. The cruise ship's manifest did not have her picture. Yeah. They didn't have their, her picture at all. And so. People are speculating that like this might happen often. We just don't hear about it as often because yes. maybe they usually prey on um, girls that aren't with their families or mm. something like that. Or maybe they scout it out a little bit better. Um, but yeah, because so they land in these ports and then they have deals with like s- certain groups that are like in these ports that's that do sex trafficking. This is what a lot of people think happened to a woman named Natalie Holloway went missing in Aruba. Oh, you see Aruba. Yeah. That's the same area. Mm. Yeah. It's the same area. I don't know if they ever found her body or not. And I think it's kind of a similar thing. So, yeah. So that, oh, that guy was from the U.S. Navy, by the way. Um, And she has, she has really prominent tattoos. She has um, a sun placed on her lower back, a Chinese symbol located on her right ankle and a gecko lizard on her navel. And she also has a navel ring. And so this is how people were able to like, identify she her. She a cool dad. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, it was 1998. <laughs> it was like the her, 90s. Letting her get her a lot of tats, though. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. So the the lady, the witness um, that last saw her in 2005 was named Judy, and she saw her in a department store in Barbados. And that was the last time that, that was the last time that they saw any records of seeing her were. So she could be dead by now we don't like no she's completely disappeared she could be dead she could be alive right we have no idea and so there's currently still a two hundred fifty thousand dollar reward offered by the bradley family for any information leading to bradley's return and a fifty thousand dollar reward for information leading to her verifiable location wow and then the fbi is the fbi is offering twenty five thousand dollars for information leading to her recovery and then her case has been listed everywhere. It's been on America's Most Wanted, um, television shows, like, disappeared. It's also the subject of episode 59 of the Case File podcast. And it was on Crime Junkie. So it's gotten a lot of attention, and still, she doesn't turn up. Wow. Yeah. And there's, like, a whole list of people that have 
disappeared mysteriously off the yes. ships. Yes, I've heard of this phenomenon. Yeah. So. Oh, and like, uh, there's a couple stories that kind of reminded me of the time in Mexico where they dragged me and Jess off. Yes. Yeah. Like, I there's was a there. lot. Of, there's a lot of stories of that. Yeah, but what if you weren't there? I know. I wonder about it, cause like, so when we were in Ensenada, it yeah. was a cruise thing, and we um, got really drunk. That so one of the options you could do is like have this wristband for unlimited alcohol in this like little courtyard. Mm-hmm. So we got really drunk, and I think. They kind of bank on people that are drunk, right? And me and my friend Jess were walking along the shops. With your respective uh, fiancés. Right, but we were kind of walking ahead of you guys or whatever. (coughs) Somehow we got swooped up, like physically carried away. You guys were eight steps away from us, and yeah, you got got physically physically carried away. Physically picked up and and walked into a bar. Yeah, and like picked up. And me and Joe were- And surrounded immediately by a crowd of people. So like we got separated from you guys because of that. And I mean, luckily they took us into a bar. Yeah. And not like down an alleyway or into a car or like stuffed us in a van or something like that. Right. But like that was fucking scary. And they scary. started taking, your they pants started taking off. our pants off. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have bathing suits or anything underneath. Or right. Like, they were, and then they they wanted us to do shots off of your navels and yeah, shit. Yeah. They wanted you guys to do body shots. Off Thankfully, us. nice guys. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, but that was still scary. And things like that happened with less positive outcomes yeah yeah well as soon as i did the shot which i sort of like just spit out the side of my mouth yeah i was like let's get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> and we did yeah um i had a we met some a couple in um at joe's wedding that uh our friend that was the, the other fiance that was there at their wedding we were talking to this couple who honeymooned in costa rica and that that happened both of them got drugged both him and the Man. fiance and um they like we took the guy out to like the beach and like we're trying to leave him there right like all drugged out and the only reason like the girl was able to like go get help is because i guess she didn't like drink her drink or whatever like she was able to she didn't get actually get drugged they thought she got drugged but um yeah she didn't lucky she was able to but the guy got beat up and it's a thing, yeah. folks. Yeah. Be careful out there. It is so, that's so scary. Even when I remember I had to leave you in Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. And because there was no cash and I had to go to an ATM like two miles away and mm-hmm. I had to walk with no fucking shoes on. Yeah, that was scary. It was a really remote part of the peninsula. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty scary because I was like, fuck, I'm so bad at directions. And we didn't know Spanish. I hope I can make it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have my glasses. Yeah, that was scary. But was yeah, nighttime. isn't that crazy? Like the... the cruise ship thing i just think it's so eerie like they erased all traces of her being on this cruise ship. it's coordinated yeah there's some right. kind of an effort yeah it's and crazy. like it wasn't their first rodeo right like they've definitely done this before hey dude the whole fucking epstein thing sure is uh pretty crazy too what's that one jeff epstein the uh he's a billionaire nobody quite knows how he made all his money mm-hmm. he uh goes to federal prison uh recently and they're gonna start Naming names, they got Prince Albert and all these fucking people who were perhaps involved in Epstein's operations, which was alleged to be a sex trafficking ring. And he gets, he gets, um, he commits suicide after being on suicide watch in prison. This oh, is a couple months ago. Epst- oh yeah, yeah. This is the. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. my yeah. my brain blink because I'm thinking like old 1940s cases, and I'm like oh, Epstein. What's that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, another, yeah. Another crazy one. Yeah, Epstein, the, like the whole, yeah, yeah. it's happened right happened now. Right now. Right now. But your head's in the 90s right now. <laughs> no, so it is. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, wait, I didn't hear about that I know one. How your brain works. I've been looking up Dahlia murders. Uh, and then I, like, this this other one, uh, the Hinterkaifeck murders. I don't know if I said that right. But um, this is like a famous murder that happened in Germany. And. Um, this, it was in March 30, 30 uh, March 31st, 1922. The six inhabitants of the, a farm were killed with a mattock. Um, and the six victims were the parents um, and then their like children and then the baby and the maid. And what's sad about that, I mean, it's all sad, but the maid, it was her, she'd only worked there for three hours. Oh my God. It was God. her first day on the job. It's the worst first day ever. And the reason like, they, she was a new hire was their previous maid had left six months earlier because the previous maid thought the place was haunted. Wow. And so she was gone. Um, but yeah, so the killer um, killed all the family, um, killed them in in the barn. Um, and one of the children was thought to be still alive and just like bleeding to death while their family was around them. And like they pulled out a bunch of their hair before. Um, but then the guy lived in the house for like a week after that oh my god yeah and like he would feed the only reason people knew that there was someone still living there after the family got killed was because all the cows were being fed and milked and like everybody was like the house was still running as normal and then there were witnesses that said that the chimney was still going even though that the family had been dead like they later found out that the family had been dead during oh that my time god. yeah yeah and that one, that one's And nobody knows who killed them? No one knows who killed them. They think that it might have been... The butler. The neighbor oh. of a neighboring farm. And um, he had a vested interest because apparently him and the, uh, the daughter were seeing each other. And he thought that the baby was his baby. But then it later found out that it was actually her and her dad's baby because there was an incestual oh, relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a, so there was that family secrets are fucking weird sometimes. It actually wasn't even a secret. They got put in jail for incest, both of them. Family secrets are not well kept. And then, yeah, so there were a lot of like, there was like a, you know, a, a dark mark on them, on their family. Um, because the town didn't really look too kindly on incest. Oh my God. And so there was a lot of like people that didn't like them, but they got brutally murdered. Wow. Yeah. That was a fun one. That one wasn't as- That one was really quick. That one wasn't as detailed. It's open and, and shut. You know what I think it is? Is because I don't relate to like the old murders as much as like the what, new what murders. What year was that one? This is 1922. Oh, wow. Because it's kind of just like, yeah, a bunch of people got slain. Oh, yeah, true. They even use different words. Yeah, like- And like betwixt uh, the fireplace and the the family living room- Yeah, whereas it's this where like- found the bodies. The mystery of like a girl getting taken off a cruise ship. It's like how often you, you hear your friends going on cruises, you know? People go on cruises all the time. Yeah, true. That it's one I, I feel like is scarier to me on a personal level. like somebody got into an Uber and they never got out. Right. And it's like, oh shit, we all that get into Ubers. That happened to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, like, yeah, you could get slain in your home and like someone could live in your house after, but like- I don't know. Dude, I will it's never drink again when we travel internationally. Fuck that. Right? What the fuck? Well, if you stay in like the resort areas, like you're probably okay. Hopefully. But uh, yeah, again, like this was a cruise liner. It was a exactly. tourist. It was a tourist. It couldn't be place. more resorty than that. That's true. It's a resort and it was on the fucking sea. 
a Royal Caribbean cruise, which is like they're fine. Yeah. They're known. They're no carnival, I'll tell you that. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we went on carnival. We I did. think we'll be okay. Uh-huh. Probably people who didn't even want to sex traffic off carnival, they're like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll never FOMO <laughs> into a carnival. I don't know cruise. if we can sell these people. Yep. By the way, Carnival, if you would like to sponsor us, please yeah, reach yeah. out. Please Podcast reach out. at Nikki.lima. Thank you. That is the one we took, right? Yeah, Carnival. it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Wow. What do you think of those stories, Steve? I am uh, super into the second one. That was my favorite one by far. Yeah, that was my favorite one, too. I think you can tell by the way I tell them, which was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. The third one was more of like a commercial for it. <laughs> yeah. But that was like a more famous one. I see. Black Dahlia. No, no, no. The third one. Oh, the third one, yeah. yeah. The uh, the first one, yeah, no, that was interesting, very interesting. I really wanted to sandwich the one I liked because, um, you know, get people into it, get people into it with the first story, and then like the middle one's like the juice one, and then if you're still listening, you're just kind of like, are they going to tell another story or <laughs> what's happening? Pretty good. I think <laughs> a lot of people now. are wondering that right now. <laughs> it's happening now. Yeah. I mean, I did have other um, stories that like there was a ton. Of, so I took these off of Ask Reddit, and it was like what are the top shout the, out to that the scariest unsolved mysteries you've ever heard and there's a lot of good ones on there so if you go to that reddit section. is super big on attributing authorship so we shout out ask reddit yeah well this this is <clears throat> i mean i know a lot of people make up stories so i didn't want to read the haunted story ones i see but this these are ones that have like links to like actual things you can research yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. i also think that buzzfeed unsolved does a pretty good job of like doing their research and like uncovering all these like creepy ass mysteries if well, you don't that. shout out them from Why? Rival, the rival show if you're into it it's a rival no, show i get credit for recommending it people are like thank you for recommending it see Damn, i still i get credit well don't leave just you yeah, know, don't leave yet wait because i i still want to tell you about <laughs> <laughs> dude the one that's most upvoted you want to know yeah the most upvoted one, and I didn't pick this one because it sounded boring to me, to be quite honest. Really but good hyping. <laughs> it's called The Creepy Case of the Letters. So Circleville is a small city in Ohio that has a population of over 13,000. And its biggest event is this annual Circleville pumpkin show. And it's also the home of a mysterious letter writer known as the Circleville Letter Writer. So starting in 1976, residents of Circleville began receiving mysterious, vindictive letters. Thousands of letters, written in block letters, were sent to city officials and even normal citizens. One recipient of the letters was a school bus driver, Mary Galepsi. She received a letter she received letters accusing her of having an extramarital affair with a school official. On August 19, 1977, Mary's husband, Ron Galipsy, received a phone call seeming to indicate the identity of the writer, and he left his house with his gun to confront the writer. Well, he was found dead a short distance from his house. His car was driven off the road, and his gun had been fired once. He died as a result of the car crash, and it's unknown why he fired the gun. It's unclear if it was an accident or if it was a murder. So later, while driving her bus, Mary saw signs along her route harassing her. She went to take one down and discovered a booby trap meant to fire a gun at her. Oh my God. Yeah. So the gun belonged to her former brother-in-law, Paul Fashore, and Fashore was convicted of attempted murder and was thought to be the Circleville writer. However, while incarcerated, the letters continued despite him being in solitary confinement without access to letter writing material and his mail being monitored. He was denied parole because of the letters uh, 
because of the letters and received one and then he received one of one himself after his parole was denied Holy he shit. got one of the letters uh but yeah there wasn't like that much on it after that like, like there was no further killings or anything uh well, they, like you can read into it but it's uh, it doesn't like there's not a whole lot of information so it sounds interesting right and then you go to like look into it and then there's not like a whole lot written written up about it you know so, what's crazy is that anytime somebody sends a little packet of fucking salt to Washington D.C. in an envelope. They'll find that fucker. Yeah. But if you do it in some small town, USA, whatever, they're like, yeah, well, we'll get to it. No, right, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, I don't know why thousands of letters either. I, there's so many questions I have about that story. Like, why did thousands of people get letters? Like, wh- who is he yeah, targeting? That's, that's a very bored person. Is it a group of people? And then so. That cat knew that that guy was going to leave the house and then tried to kill him? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, like, phoned him and was like, hey, I'm the Circleville writer, and I think these, I think your wife's having an affair. And he's like, I'm going to get you. And he's got... But but then he's like, I'm at fucking 451 Village Street. Maybe. Like, maybe he was like, here's where I am if you want to talk. I'm on Triangle Avenue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So, yeah, but that was the top voted one. I think it was because it's the most creepy because there's there's the the least amount of information about it right that is always creepy yeah wow yes the circle it doesn't have a good ring to it either the circleville right. letter, letter writer letter writer it's really <laughs> bad <laughs> black dolly is way better than that shit yeah and can the, you imagine seeing a movie called the circleville letter writer no Ugh. no it sounds like a helen mirren independent movie <laughs> that's so random I'm isn't good. that your isn't that your celebrity Just crush I love her doesn't mean it's not yeah. boring she doesn't make exciting movies there's also one about this island that has a never ending pit that is said to have pirate treasure down in there and there's like as you go further into the pit there's symbols and stuff about there being treasure down <gasps> there it's like a Goonies yeah but every time anyone gets um, deep enough to where the treasure might be it floods why the fuck has, hasn't like James Cameron gone in that little hole with a fucking submarine or some right? shit? Because it's, I guess it's too expensive, like the budget, to go down there. That is so interesting and cool. Let's, yeah. Let's go there. I want to go there. That's in Nova Scotia. It's it's the money pit on Oak Island. That's what it's called. That is honestly cool. There's actually some interesting things in real life. Yeah, there are. There's so many interesting things. Dude, <laughs> I, it was between this or like going for other unsolved mysteries because these are all like unsolved murder mysteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like there's a lot of unsolved mysteries about like hidden cities like Atlantis or like underground like the reptilian culture and all that stuff. Oh, that's all fun stuff. Yeah, that's like conspiracy shit. So yeah. maybe we'll get into it on a different oh, episode. Yes, but, please. But like, yeah, but we live in a world now where the Epstein <coughs> shit's considered conspiracy. I'm like, what? Nobody <laughs> fucking believes this shit. Yeah. Nobody believes like, oh yeah, he killed himself in the cell. Who actually believes that shit? I don't know. Woof. I don't know. That's like a political thing. I can't even touch on that. I don't even think it's political. I'm just like, dude. Yeah. Why can't Why can't we get a straight answer on this shit? Right. We don't know. But I, I digress. Maybe we I digress. never will. Yeah. So with all these murders, let us know what your favorite murder has been. Yeah. What's your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite murder? murder? And also have a very happy Halloween out there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. Oh, that's pretty good. Doppler effect. Is that a bat? Yeah, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Was that close? I like it. Thank you. Yeah. It was a bat getting close good and then folly. Going, flying Good away. folly. Good folly. Thank you. 
Also, if you want to talk to us, podcast at Nikki.Limo. We'll see you there. And please rate us. Or it helps we? a lot. Oh. Or will we? The mystery continues. Please subscribe. Bye. Thank you. Bye.